welcome. You're listening to the Passion Business Podcast, the podcast to inspire, empower and support free spirits with a big idea, a project or craft they're passionate about and want to turn into a business. I'm Anke Herman, business coach and mentor, lifelong creator, online tech-loving geek, and I'm your host. If you enjoy the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, and share with your friends. My guest today is the lovely Claire Sewell, who left a very successful corporate career to start her own coaching practice, where she helps successful business leaders tap into their limitless potential. That's why she calls herself a limitless coach. Enjoy. Welcome, Claire. I'm really excited to have you here. My favorite Kiwi. <laughs> Thanks, Anka. It's great to be here. <laughs> why don't, I mean, I've already given away where you're from. So why don't you introduce yourself and let us know, you know, where you're from, where you're living now and um, yeah, what's your business? What are you doing now? Of course. Yeah. So I'm Claire. And as you said, I'm from New Zealand, although I do call myself a citizen of the world because I've um, lived in so many different countries. But um, I've been in London for about 13 years now, so I call London my home. And I have a coaching consultancy called Swell Coach, uh, which I started three years ago. And in that, I help um, business leaders get an edge by tapping into their undiscovered inner potential and confidence and energy. and insight and peace of mind. So that's a very short summary of who I am and what I do. <laughs> yeah, and there's so much in there where we can go. So, yeah, so how did you end up there? Like, nobody, you know, did I imagine you, you know, in New Zealand, coming home from school. I, I doubt you'd imagined you'd have a coaching and consulting business in the <laughs> How did you start out and what, how, what brought you to where you're now? Absolutely not. Yeah, and, and that's, that's the cool thing, isn't it? It's such a journey. And even if I, or even after I um, sort of summarize it, there's been so many t- you know, ups, downs, t- different turns sort of thing. Um, so it's not, certainly not as succinct as, it, as it's about to sound. But basically, um, I've always been fascinated by human behavior and 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 the power of our mind since my dad put the um book by dale carnegie how to win friends and influence people into my hands Uh, at the age of 14 wow um and and he he was always a huge influencer from you know he was always talking about things like if it is to be it's up to me and you know all that sort of um basic understanding that we can we can create whatever it is that we want if we only believe in ourselves so that was my sort of upbringing so it was no surprise to any of my my family when um because of my fascination with human behavior i ended up in in sales yeah and at the age of 25 i got my first um sales management role where i was leading a team of eight and i was working in advertising and I obviously had no experience or idea about leading people or, or what I was doing, but I kind of fudged my way through and seemed to do a pretty pretty good job of it. And, and fast forward 15 years, and my career has been um, you know, leading and, and coaching sales teams. But I, I rarely taught the tips and techniques. I often just pointed my teams in the direction of, 
you know, who they were and what they were capable of when they were, didn't have all their, and their stories going on in their head. Um, and so I, I guess um, it probably was about five years ago now when I, I, I was um, in, you know, leading a team of about 20 people. I was responsible for a £13 million budget. Um, I had a very healthy, you know, six-figure salary. And, and whilst some would say that's successful, and despite all my knowledge of positive thinking and NLP, meditation and other, all those other mind methods, I, I sometimes had doubts myself about, you know, what I, what I was doing and, and was this really, what was my purpose in life and um, was I really good at this? And I, sometimes I just felt like a bit of a fraud, like I didn't really belong there and I didn't really know what I was doing and that I was kind of making it all up. Um, and... I guess on my ongoing quest with personal development and, um, you know, I came across an understanding about, about that time, about five years ago, that I can literally say has been the catalyst for everything I've done since and it's transformed my life. Um, and it, I was shown precisely how my mind works. Um, it was in a system that was explained to me that kind of gave me the cause for all my doubts, the reasons for my insecurities, also the reasons for my wins and my successes. Um, and yeah, and I guess that it changed my entire perspective of life. And, um, it was such a liberating change that I wanted to share it with others that were potentially had, you know, like me that had, you know, were in the corporate world and relatively successful, but didn't really think, that, that they kind of were, you know, and that, that felt that there's something more to, to, to do or to get or to have in order to have happiness. And um, so that, yeah, that, that sort of, that, that understanding or learning that system um, really was, led me to starting my own coaching consultant to see three years ago. Yeah, that's wonderful. I could so relate to what you were saying about you've got everything that is considered success and you've got all of that instilled there's something yeah I, I mean I that immediately brought me back to my IT days where it was where mm. everything looked really you know was going great and yeah it was fine but you know it just didn't touch the soul basically and yeah and there's a lot of ex-colleagues you know where after I moved away it became quite apparent that I wasn't the only one or we weren't, aren't the only ones because people's reaction was always like, oh, I, I, I'd love to do that. But then there's the sense mm. that, that they can't. Mm. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's, that's where I'm interested in, in playing, playing with sort of thing. And, and, and I know you are as well, but, you know, what is that thing that stops us from, from doing what we already know to do or what we already want to, you know, what we want to do? What, what is that, that, that thing that stops us? Um, and that's, you know, that's what I always just, you know, explore with my, with my clients and um, work in that area of mental interference and, and how our mind works so that we can unravel it all because it's the most powerful, um, you know, our mind is the most powerful thing that, that we have, right? And, and so little of us know actually how it works. You know, we can think about positive thinking, we can be a positive person and, you know, see the good and everything, but, but it's, it's deeper than that, right? It's, it's, more, it's, it's more upstream than just trying to change our thinking. Yeah. Um, and that's if that was even possible <laughs> <You don't laughs> exactly yeah. yeah exactly 
Yeah, no, it's it's so true. But I think I think also with with my um with with my my story was, you know, I was in a world that I and I really I did love my job as well. I really enjoyed it. So it wasn't like about I was trying to find happiness or something. But but you know it it was it was more that. I didn't feel, I potentially, you know, sometimes I felt great and some days I just didn't think I was good enough. So it was more about what's that about, Claire, you know, like look, look at what you, where you are and what you've done for yourself and why is, it, why is that not enough? Yeah, that reminds me of, I can't remember who, who said it, but that like you can't ever have enough of what you don't really need to start with. Mm. Yeah, I love that, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I had a similar experience with, with that, you know, when you, because you, I think we all brought up and I spoke to someone yeah, yesterday and, and she was saying, well, you know, like culture, society, everybody encouraged her to go and do the finance degree because she'd be more respected, you know, and there'd be more money. And that was kind of the path to happiness. And I think we are brought up thinking that or encouraged to think that way. Mm. And then when you get there and you realize you still have good days and bad days, you know, and to recognize the story for, yeah. for, for, for what it is, the story, I think it's just the most liberating thing. Yeah, absolutely. I did a, a post on LinkedIn today actually about, um, you know, the, the Western world's understanding of, of the this formula for success is you plus how to or, you know, plus something outside of yourself equals super you. Like, we, we absolutely do think that, you know, the more articles we read on how to become this or how to get that or podcast books, like something, you know, every advertising campaign message is always about buy this and then you'll be happy or get this and then you'll be content or do this and then you'll have peace of mind. I mean, it's always something out there in order for us to be. Um, and it's one of the greatest misunderstandings, isn't it? Yeah. is, is that, that something outside of ourselves or knowing how our mind works can give us, you know, can give us happiness or wealth or success or whatever it is for us or, you know, for, for anyone else. Yeah. yeah, that makes... I think it's just so against what, yeah, what you hear from, you know, just even growing up, you know, like anything. It's even like, oh, if you're skinny, you'll be happy. And if you're, you know, mm -hmm. it goes... They, it's across all areas it's not just professionally yeah and then there's okay when it's, it's a very it. deep illusion yeah yeah and i, I, I but just, like you say i mean you, you, you can um you, you can see everywhere that that it's not that that's not true because if 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 it was money or success that could give us happiness and look at hollywood right i mean it's exactly. full of it's full of unhappy people that um, you know, are, are still searching. So we jump on this hamster wheel of, of how to, or I'll be happy when, and it's, and it's perpetual. It just keeps going until we understand that it's not out there. You know, it's not out there. And, and, and the only place you need to start looking is, is within. I love that saying. I think it was um, Jamie Smart, actually, that, you know, what you're searching for, you're searching with. Mm. Yeah. It might even Which be is a great truth. It might even be a Sid Banks quote, just things about. Yeah. Ah. I think I might, yeah, might actually be. Yeah, it's, and it's really powerful when you see it for yourself and to have somebody like you pointing mm. 
people in that direction because until somebody sort of points you there, until you come across something, it doesn't even cross your mind. It's that thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, and that's, that's also something Jamie says, it's not what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you know for sure that simply isn't so. Because if yeah. you don't, if you know that, yeah, because it looks so real, doesn't it? Exactly. You don't question mm. it. You don't even stop to think about it until there is sort of like mm. a, a glitch in the matrix where there, where you come to a point where there's something. Hmm. If that theory was true, if the success made me happy, then I should be happy now, and I'm not. Yeah. And it can even yeah. go the other way around because. I remember when I started the, the sewing business, well, there came the moment where the savings were eaten up and the business had sort of just started to, you know, and there was this like, oh, <laughs> there were moments where it's like, you know, okay, you know, whatever bills coming up and I haven't got the money and I have no, I don't know yet where it's going to come from. You know, it always showed mm. up in the end, mm. but, but it, it's that moment where, it's easy to, to freak out. But I also mm. remember that there were moments when I would be freaking out and then there'd be, you know, it's like, okay, I better finish that skirt. And before I knew it, I was totally in creative flow. Mm. And the financial situation hasn't yeah. changed. Yeah. And yet your entire feeling about it had changed. Mm. Yeah. And it was just Our experience of it in that moment. Yeah, it was just like off my mind. You could really see that sense when you're in that flow state. I'm thinking that for me, that's like heaven. <laughs> There's no better state to be in. Mm. And it's a state that mm. you always be in. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I think that the illusion is, though, isn't it, that when people are in that state, um, that we, we naturally try to attribute it to something out there. So I'm in this state because I've done this, 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 and this. You know, my dad's a, an avid golfer, and he spent pretty much majority of his golfing life you know, getting lessons, and he'll come home, and he'll go, ah, oh, you know, Claire, I finally found out what I was doing wrong. And he goes, you know, and then he'd show me, oh, I was doing this with my swing, so now... Now, if I do that, then it's going to be perfect. And, of course, he'd have a few, few good rounds and then all of a sudden this new technique that Dad had learned w- was not working anymore. So, you know, <laughs> this whole flow state <laughs> comes, yeah, it comes and it goes. And when it's there, we go, right, why am I feeling like this? What is happening around me right now that I can attribute to feeling like this? And then I'll try and mimic it every time. And then we realize, oh, but it's not working this time, you yeah. know. If, it, it, it's, a, it's a contentious point, but if meditation could make us feel relaxed 100% of the time, then, you know, we'd, we'd all be doing it. But the fact is that it doesn't, does it? Because it's, it's not the meditation, it's our thinking about the meditation in the moment that, that causes the, the feeling of flow. Or, yeah. Sure, I lots def- of people I disagree with me I definitely, No, I definitely agree with you totally. I used to, when I lived in Australia, my flatmate at the time, she said, oh, can we go to meditation on Tuesday? So I went with her. And yeah, there were moments, there were times when I'd get there, you know, calm and collected and, you know, get on that cushion and sink straight into the meditative state and everything was perfect. Then there were times when I'd get there, like really rushed and really stressed and couldn't find parking and get there all wound up and, 
you know, and then I couldn't settle down and the mind would still be racing at the end of the hour, you know, and other times I'd get this strength yeah. to settle down. And it was really like, you know, sometimes I'm in What accounts for the difference? I'm not, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's why I, and obviously I could not never... Meditation is not good for us. No. I'm not saying that. But. No, I, I, I mm. agree. But it's not that if you sit with your butt on a cushion, that will cause you to be in a meditative state. That's, that's right. I, yeah, we can be in a meditative state at any stage, can't we? Yeah. Exactly. And it, I, I mm. definitely... That's my experience too. Yeah. And there was something else mm. before... Mm when you discovered how the mind works, it didn't just explain why the things that didn't go as planned, didn't go as planned, but almost more powerfully, it actually explained why the shit that worked, worked. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think this understanding um, it doesn't remove the emotions that we feel, which is, which is great. A lot of my clients, when they first, when we first start you know, discussing it or understanding how it works, the, the first thing they say is, well, doesn't that make you really, you know, cold as a human being? Like, doesn't that just take away all your emotions? Because, you know, it's all just in your, you know, it's all about your mind and it's all part of your thinking. But it's exactly the opposite, actually, because you're still in the, very much in the human experience. Like, I coach this stuff and I'm still, you know, I still get frustrated and I still can experience feelings of, of stress and of, you know, sadness and anger and joy and all that, all the beauty of the plethora of human emotions. But I just have more of a, um, I know where they're coming from. Mm. So I don't, you know, I don't tend to get caught up in it for quite as long or, or quite as, as powerfully as I used to, because I know that I know the space from where they're coming, where it's coming from. So the intensity of the upset or the frustration or the stress or, you know, whatever it is, the intensity, you know, kind of, A, it's lesser and it goes away a heck of a lot quicker, which again brings us back to our, you know, that, that state of flow that you're talking about, which is, you know, we're always connected. We're always, when we're present, we're always um, designed to thrive when we're in reality. It's when we're out of reality when all the, when all the shit starts happening, <laughs> so to speak. And I, I think what you just said, when we're connected, I think that's when we're in flow. It's actually the same thing. Mm. When there's nothing yeah. on your mind, when you're just totally present. That's sort of the default state. Mm. And that's why you can have it anytime. Yeah. And, and I think that's not to say that there's not, we haven't got stuff on our mind because that's also almost very difficult, isn't it? To not, oh, yeah. you know, to have, a, to have a clear head. But we're just not attributing our thinking or our thoughts or our feelings, we're not contribu attributing our feelings to coming from anywhere outside of us. So, so that can be quite cool as well. You can be in a state of, you know, feeling... Um, I like a good example is when I'm you know giving speaking when I'm when I'm doing a keynote speech sort of thing, for, and I can before I go on I can experience feelings of nervousness, mm. 
but you know in in the in the before i understood this i would be attributing my feelings of nervousness to the future or the audience like yeah. you know they have to like me they have to know what i'm talking about i have to go, this has to go well and if it, if they don't like me then then i'm not going to be okay sort of thing so my my feelings of nervousness are coming from out there back in the old days whereas now i know well i'm just experiencing nervous thinking about the talk i'm about to give yeah. and that puts the power back in my control because it, nothing outside of me has to change in order for me to feel like, hey, I just need to have to settle down. And, or, you know, like you say, I walk out on the stage, I say hello, I start getting in flow with what I'm talking about and the nervousness goes away because I'm not focusing on that anymore because the nervousness was never coming from the audience in the first place. It was always coming from my own thinking. That's so true. If you, the moment you realize that there's nothing to be afraid of, you can just yeah. allow yourself to feel it. And it's, yeah. it's funny when you said how, how the intensity of the emotions, I actually find mine get more intense. And I actually uh, okay. almost, because I, I no longer try and avoid the negative feelings. Mm. Like I can yeah. allow myself to be, be angry now that I wouldn't have done before because there was always that, okay, uh, oh, like anger is another thing, you know, that needs to be contained, that, that you know, that just says something yeah. about me that I don't want or I think isn't going to be, you know, good in any way. And now knowing that that's just an emotion that is transient just like any other one, I can really allow myself to go. Mm. And that has been liberating. You can really go to town, Anka. <laughs> <laughs> that has been liberating. Yeah. No, I, and I, yeah, I think there's such a thing around um, labels, isn't there? Like good, bad, negative, positive. And we're supposed to experience the good feelings. And if we have bad feelings or negative feelings, that's bad. So we want to try and get rid of them. And that's a misunderstanding. You know, I could just, I just wish we could get rid of all the labels that, are, that, that actually box ourselves up into being this good or this bad person. Like if I'm angry and I want to have a go at, you know, I want to have an outburst, that doesn't make me a bad person. <laughs> you know, it just, it, it just means that in the moment I'm caught up in, you know, la-la land or I'm out of reality and that's, that's the human experience. But I think we look at these things and we think, oh, I shouldn't feel like that. Like that's not a good, that's not a good way to be. I'm a, I'm a bad person if I feel like that. Um, and that's just a label, isn't it? Yeah. And it probably the more people are on that personal growth path, they probably suffer more from that. You know, it's like, oh, I've done all this inner work. I should be better. You know, I should have the yeah. control more. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think as a coach, that's, that's one thing when I first started that I really, you know, I, I really struggled with. I was like, I should know better. I should know better because I coach this stuff. <laughs> but I think that's really quite a lovely part of this, of this work now is that I can say, yeah, me too. Yeah. You experienced that? Yeah, me too. You know, because it's the human experience. But what's not... You know, what we want to sort of start, what I'm always trying to point my clients in the direction in is that thinking that 
the feelings that we're the intense feelings of worry or anxiety are coming from from out there like i just we, we always want to point them in the, the in the direction of where they're actually coming from um because it's okay to have a feeling yeah it when we start attributing it to something outside of ourselves and when we start judging that feeling as that's a good thing to do or that's a bad thing to do, then that's what, that's what gets us in trouble. That's what gets us all caught up and, 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 you know, out of reality where we're not designed, we're not designed to thrive and out of reality. We're designed to thrive in now. And, you know, reality is now. There's no other place. You know, the future is made up. The past is made up. We're, we're designed to thrive in the now. Um, and, and when we're present to that, then everything is. You generally find everything's okay right now. Like, you know, I might have problems, but if I think about them, the problems are in the future, right, or in, from the past. But right now, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm super good. So if I'm, you know, if I'm constantly staying present to now and connected and to, you know, that's where I'm, that's where I'm at my best. That's where I'm designed to be. Yeah. And, and, and funny that we're back to the flow state because it's when you have nothing else on your mind, you know, mm. when, 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 yeah. future, you know, if you're in the middle of something, there's no future, there's no past, you're just right absorbed in this very moment and yeah that's when yeah. ideas come through that's when you're super productive you know when whatever you're doing doesn't drain you yeah you are like peak performance totally Mm-mm. in the zone yeah. yeah yeah so what's what's next for you what's the plan um well yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of this. Uh, I've just recently, so I've always, like I said, I've always been really fascinated in the, in the, the human mind and psych, um, psychology. And um, a while back I got quite sick. Uh, and, of course, when you're not um, healthy, you can't be, you know, I call myself a limitless coach because I help people tap into the limitless potential. Um, and I realised really quickly that I can't be limitless if I'm sick. <laughs> So, I mean, I can be, obviously, but, you know, I, have a, I, do, I do live in a body that, that can be, you know, somewhat um, restrictive if it's not healthy. So um, I'm also really fascinated by nutrition and how that, you know, how that affects our energy levels. And so I'm currently designing this program where it's called a limitless program, but we look at not only how our mind works, but also what's, you know, how our body and the body mind connection and, and how, when we, you know, when we look after this as well as this, we are literally, you know, like I say, limitless, it's, it's, it's limitless potential. Um, so it's, you know, I'm just kind of working with a lot of my work now is, um, either via zoom one-to-one with an individual coaching or it's, you know, in the corporate world where I do workshops. Mm. Um, but I want to design this program like an online program that can be accessible for people all around the world, um, that they can do in their own time and not be, not be bound by, you know, a a time schedule that, you know, that one-to-one or, you know, online coaching can give. So that's what I'm really excited about looking at, you know, the, the three Sort of systems the the mental the physical and the universal and how when they when we're in alignment with all those three systems we are rocking our little socks off powerful and that's what i want to share stuff. with people powerful stuff yeah it's super exciting <laughs> so where can people go and find you 
if they want to know more about I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. I'm a little LinkedIn LinkedIn bunny. So um, my profile is Claire Sewell, S-E-W-E-L-L. They can look me up on LinkedIn. Or um, my website, if you um, email me, Claire, C-L-A-I-R-E, at swellcoach, that's S-W-E-L-L, coach.co.uk. Oh, thank you. I'll put the links also in the, in the show notes so it's going to be easy for people to find you. Well, thank you so much. Perfect. It's just wonderful to talk to you. And um, yeah, I hope to speak to you again soon. Super, Anka. Always a pleasure. Thanks so thank much. You. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Passion Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss the next one.